Hey, Ran, how's it going? What's happening? Hey, Nev. Good to meet you. How you doing? You too, man. You too. Uh, you're from the Gong, right? Do you call it the Gong? Wollongong. Um, it's, yeah, Wollongong. I mean, people call it the Gong. I don't know if I've ever unironically said the Gong, but people say it. <laughs> I was I was in the Gong two weeks ago. Played La La's. La La La's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who'd you play with? Complexant. Oh... Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good show. Yeah, yeah. man, I'd never been there. I had family and stuff there, but I'd never actually been to uh Wollongong. And you know what? What a rad little place. I think it's great. Oh, the sound in there is fucking awesome. Yeah. Every time yeah. I cuz we still use foldback for our our like guitarists at the front. We mm. uh, still working on the in-ear rig stuff and the foldback is always just mm, oh, I can mids. hear myself. So I know, right? Like, and I could go anywhere. I cl There's that third story, the balcony. I, I went for a run and stood up there and almost fell on my ass. But that's, you know, that's what, <laughs> that's what happens. One day someone will stage dive off of that thing. Hey, hey, maybe next time I'll get the courage to do that. But uh, in the meantime, yeah, don't, I won't do that. I promise. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, you know, how's everything going down there? Are you, you pumped for this new release or... Uh... Yeah, fucking pumped. It's um, it's busy, but it's really, really good. Um, with sitting on this fucking thing for so long, I'm so excited for people to finally hear the entire project, and it's all out there, and it's all done, and then we can move on to the next thing. Man, because uh, March first is when is it? Love slash ha love hate is that love we hate, yeah. love hate of course. Uh, and this is your first EP after releasing singles. Um, and you've got man, you've you guys have got like this great little body of work. Um, you know, and you've signed up with Unified last year, and it seems like it's all systems go for you guys. Like it seems like it's all come together for the start of the year. Are you feeling that as well? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. It was like we before this before Prisoner Review came out. I think it was a year and a half before, like since the last release, um, because we 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 went to the studio late twenty twenty two and recorded Love Hate, and then we you know we put it out there for some feelers and that kind of thing, and it just. It, it got picked up by UNFD and then there was obviously a long process when it came to all that stuff behind the scenes um, and preparing for it. We've, we've been working really hard before the release so that when everything's announced, when everything starts coming out, that we can just be full steam ahead when it comes to content and videos and music and everything is just going now, which is, thank, thank God, it's nice to have everything finally going and actually moving because when you're sitting there on music that you know mm. is actually decent and you can't show anyone you can't release anything it's um can be very frustrating and you get very impatient but it's finally the here now i'm going through that right now like yeah. we're like right at the tail end of the recording our ep and man it's like you just want it done you're just like oh let's just get it no because we got to do it right plan all the things because people don't realize how much actually goes in behind the scenes past the recording but uh you know you guys have put a lot into it how how far back do these songs actually really go like the seeds of them um the the earliest one is prisoner of you um that song was written before exile even came out oh wow before, before we did our early 2022 tour we played a different version of prisoner of you on that tour and like promoted it as this is a new song we're going to record it soon um 
and yeah yeah like it, some of those songs have been like yeah been worked on for a long time um mainly early 2022 mid 2022 was like the big body of work like um uh godless and hypnotize mm. and um absent were all done like maybe a couple months prior to hitting the studio and then um distorted reflections was recorded at the studio we wrote it wrote it on the fly because yeah we had other songs that we scrapped they weren't i done. heard I saw I saw your video talking about that. See, that's that's a hard thing to do, you know. Especially you put all that work in. It's like your babies, your metal babies, and you've just got to like get rid of it. Like, are they going to show up somewhere else along the line, or are they gone? Those tracks, maybe very small elements of them, like okay. maybe a breakdown that we like from one or two of them, or something like that. But they just, yeah, they just weren't interesting enough. They just weren't good enough. Um, and we've we continue to do the same thing. Like it, it, we've we've recently gone to the studio. I don't think that's a, a secret for even more stuff. Mm. And once again, I had to say goodbye to many babies, and it, it sucks. But at the same time, it's about putting out what your best product is, and everybody sort of sits there and and votes, and it's a mm. whole thing. But yeah. I think the hardest thing, not just a whole song, but when when you've got riffs or parts of songs that you love the most and you're like, man, I love this, and it's just not working, you're trying to jam it in there and trying to get it to fit and it just doesn't fit, man, it's hard, man. Yeah, it's really fucking hard, yeah. And, like, there are songs with, like, these lyrics that I'm just, like, I'm so proud of these lines, but at the same time, you know, we can always revisit those concepts and bring those riffs back hopefully mm. in the future or... Um, some of the stuff that we've scrapped recently is definitely really good still. So I'm sure they might return at some point, but we'll see. Yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully they do, you know, give it another swing in another year or something. But, uh, you know, you guys, you've got a really good knack for not only heavy breakdowns and, and the riffage, but also bringing things back around and playing with this atmospheric space. It's something I think you guys do extremely well. Is that something that comes first before all the riffs and the ideas in the writing process? Is that is it a bit backwards that way? Do you think with that in advance? Um, most of the time when it comes to the instrumentals, when I'm writing them, um, very, very rarely, like there are a couple songs where um, I will write the chorus first and I'll sit mm. there and I'll literally just make the chord progression and then like a, a chorus with the lyrics. I'm trying to do that a little bit more lately because I want to make sure that the chorus is as catchy and as interesting as possible uh, and is the forefront of the song. But um, primarily, like I'll just start at the start of the song. Usually it starts with a riff, like Prisoner of Views opening riff is just how it started. Uh, and then yeah it, i don't know it just it just went from there and it's just me always trying to follow a 15 second rule of like if something doesn't change every 15 seconds then the song's boring um like obviously you can go back to those sections, yeah. but i just want to try and make sure that elements are always added and i just i love those ambient a a um, elements and stuff like that usually before we go to the studio i'll add too many ambient oh, elements and like synth elements and like all these different things in there and then we'll figure out what we're going to like pull back a little bit on or or innovate on or that kind of thing um but yeah no usually it's actually mainly the riffs first and the the structure and then the breakdowns and that kind of thing and then after that basic skeleton is done then i'll start going over it with 
synth elements and layers and and all that sort of stuff, making sure it's in the same key and that kind of thing. And there's some heavy themes on the EP, especially concerning you know mental health and, and your own challenges and battles with that. But what's the overall concept or message behind love hate that you want people to sort of take away and maybe uh, you know help them in their own situations? I think the name love hate just came from the fact that a lot of these situations when it comes to either mental health, where you can, you know, have a weird separation between loving yourself and hating yourself, or whether it be in a relationship where you do something out of love, or you think it's out of love, but really it's a hateful act or vice versa. Um, somebody does something hateful and then, um, I mean, sorry, something, somebody does something like that's fake and pretends like it's love, but it's actually mm. something city insidious behind the scenes. Um, I think the reason that we named it that was purely because each song sort of covers that concept um, really well. Um, but each song in itself is still uh, an independent concept as well. Uh, uh, like obviously Godless is more about a love-hate relationship when it comes to religion and understanding those mm. concepts and and it's not necessarily a song that is um banishing religion or saying that anybody can't believe in whatever faith they want to believe in it's more just about my personal battles and that if you are struggling with belief or you're struggling with um your complicated relationship with religion that it's okay and that everybody can figure it out at their own pace and it's uh it's very normal and you don't have to feel guilty for having doubts in your mind about that sort of concept. And then it's the same thing with mental health and, and, and toxic relationships. It's just, I always want to make sure that all these songs are mm. clear that these situations are unfortunately common, but they don't have to be forever. And there's something that um, people need to be aware that they exist and that um, you're not stuck in those situations, you know? Absolutely. I think that's something that, that needs to be talked about because people get really stuck on those roadblocks of, of guilt and shame and things like that when it comes to those subjects and trying to move past it. So when people like yourselves, I write songs about, I think it really does help people realize that they can move past those things because it's a hard thing to do, you know, yeah. and I'm, I'm sure we've all been through that. So Yeah, I think it's important for everybody to, like, for somebody like us to, come out there and we're obviously we intend to be a tough heavy band but at the same time be completely honest about our issues with depression or anxiety or absolutely or, or being manipulated by somebody or whatever it may be um because at the end of the day we're all just humans trying to get by and you don't have to be ashamed of talking about any of that kind of thing it's definitely changed like especially in heavy music i think you know, it used to be just a a tough guy thing. <laughs> you know, especially in the heavy, heavy stuff, you didn't, you, yeah. you know, you didn't talk about that stuff. But over the last couple of decades, it seems that it's really changed, and I think that's a really important thing. But you know, that's that's just what I've noticed. Yeah, no, I completely agree. It's yeah. nice to see that change. It's nice to see people just bearing it all out there, wearing their heart on their sleeve. I mean, what's the what's the fucking harm? Yeah, that's right. That's right, man. And um, you know what? I love the artwork too. The artwork is sick. Is that mm. did you do that or an artist did that? Is it AI or was it drawn or um an artist did that? Um I obviously I made up the initial concept of it with like the almost like using a yin and yang, but with a with a heart 
um to like symbolize the the difference between love and hate and how it's sort yeah. of being infected by those two different elements um and then i drew a basic terrible version of all of the veiny stuff coming out of the heart and it being a black and white concept and then i sent it to our in-house um art person here at unfd um and they put their own 3d art spin on it and made it look incredible yeah i'm really happy with it it's awesome awesome and thanks for correcting me on the way to say unfd because i've been <laughs> calling it unify but you know the way well, it says you yeah, know i think yeah i think why didn't, <laughs> why didn't anyone correct me all this time because it's uh, technically unified music group is like the parent company and yeah then unfd is like a subsidiary for the heavier music yeah I'm going to cop so much shit, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, as a vocalist though, man, you've got a crazy fucking range. You know, where did that start for you? And who who were your guys? Who, who was the ones you drew the most influence from? Oh, I mean, with my vocals, uh, I, I never really had the confidence to sing. Like I, uh, I did a little bit here and there at like music assemblies and music performances and that kind of thing. But I was always a guitarist first and foremost. Mm. Um, but then when we started the band, it was just like, well, who can, who can sing in the band? Okay. I'll give it a try. Um, and I went from there. I've never had a lesson, which I am remedying now. I am trying to work on it and really actually treat it like an instrument now and care about it. Um, but when it first started, it was just one of those things of, of I'm going to try my best. And thankfully people like the voice and, and um, I've worked on it a very, very hard. On yeah. Making sure that it's uh it's at the level that I'm, I'm a bit more proud of. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of influences, I, I don't know if there's necessarily any, I grew up listening to everyone from my Valentine to escape the fate to a day to remember. And I just, I just let my voice do what it wants to do and try not to emulate anybody else. Um, because I don't think I can copy anybody else necessarily. It's a, a strange voice. It's like in between being Helen Gwynn and being a, a tough guy one so i don't know i just let it do its thing i guess i love it it's awesome man Thank like you. i really dig your voice like it's it is unique too as you were saying like because a, a lot of people though that when they start or they they want to sound like somebody you know they're heroes and stuff and that'll sort of guide them but it's cool to hear that you you know let it sort of take its own shape and it's and you got you got strength in there, man. You can you got some power, and that usually takes a little while for people to belt out with lessons and things like that. So I can't wait to hear what you do. If you're at that level now and you're you know learning some new techniques and things like that, man, you are gonna fucking sound so crushing. It's gonna be so cool. I hope so. That'd yeah, really man. Cool. Yeah, unreal. Yeah, that's cool, man. That's cool. And uh, you've opened for, you know, North Lane and Grave Mind and, and you played the uh, Unify off the record and, and a bunch of other stuff, man. Has there been a moment for you in one of those shows that has really driven your creativity or or made you want to push harder as a musician to, to achieve your goals and where you want to go? Every time I see a band of that caliber perform, I go, okay, that's where I want to be. Like, mm -hmm. it's it's just, it's the dream. Like, even if I go to a live show just without us playing it, like, seeing a band like Polaris doing what they're doing or anytime somebody mentions that their family's at a show, for example, I kind of almost get choked up. It's like a, I dream of playing 
to being being successful and having such a voice and mm-hmm. and having your family come and watch this show and they're so proud of you and that kind of thing that's just something that i've always dreamed of and every single time we play with a band like that they they show me how much work and how much dedication it really takes um and it's just even just seeing north lane most recently mm. on that tour i was just like i had a talk with the guys and i was just like okay we're practicing even more now <laughs> like, <laughs> i want everybody to practice every single day i want to make sure that we're as tight and as good at our, our art as possible because these these bands are just working so hard and they're on this crazy level and i don't want to stop until we are even better than that Hey, man, it's a good goal to have, and I think you will. I think, man, you, you're making the right moves. You're doing the right things. You're writing the right songs. It's it, it's cool to see where you guys are headed, you know, and if you I stick to where that. you're going. It's cool, man. Hey, I'll, I'm behind you. Thank you. That people. means a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah really absolutely. So uh, is there a band on your bucket list, though, that if they came to Australia that you'd be like, I want that support, let's go? Who who would that be? Uh well, it it was wage war, but I think we unfortunately haven't gotten that. But <laughs> in um, the future, but in the future, wage war is hugely up there. Um, Polaris is definitely up there, uh, and then all the big hitters. We we would literally. Oh, I can't even describe how much we would fanboy over. I prevail or like, um, even Error. We would absolutely love to play with Error. I mean, they are label buddies now, so. It's um, which is weird to say. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but yeah, just it, it, all of these bands. Obviously, the dream is to play something on the same bill as like Bring Me the Horizon or these bands that are doing crazy big shows and showing the world what this heavy music thing is about. But um, yeah, I think I think in terms of like realistic expectations and that kind of thing, we would love I Prevail, Wage War, Polaris, um, Era, you know, that sort of thing. And what about overseas? Because Australia is really kicking ass overseas right now. Like in Europe and the States, Australia's on the map, like 100%. Have you guys got plans to sort of, you know, get on the plane, go over the ditch and oh, show them how 100%. it's done? As soon as that opportunity arises, we will be there, hands down. We're just obviously looking for the right opportunity to get that. Um, but as soon as we get some sort of offer, I can't imagine us not giving up absolutely anything to get over there and spread the music overseas. Um, our demographic, if we're talking about analytics and that kind of thing and statistics, like the US is a huge market for us. Um, it's, it, we know that metalcore is a big thing over there, especially mm. our style with the clean vocals and all that sort of stuff. Um, and then Europe absolutely loves it too. So we, yeah, absolutely. It's definitely something that we intend to try and do within the next year or two. And what about up here? You're going to come pace a visit up here on the Gold Coast or, or Brizzy soon? Or definitely, yeah. Um, we're working very, very hard on making sure that we play as many shows in Australia as possible this year. We want to make sure that everybody gets a chance to see us at least a couple times, and. Uh, and really show that we can we can record the music in the studio, but we can also perform it live and put on a performance that's even better than listening to it and like on recording. So, got dates locked in? No, not at this stage. And yeah, there there are talks. Oh, I, talk. I, I see. I, I can see. I'm looking at your eyes. You're going. <laughs> no. 
I don't know what you're talking about. Change the subject. Next question. Next um, question. Next question. I'm not answering this <laughs> business. Um, <laughs> but, hey, man, we're just keen to see you. That's for sure. Uh, especially if you come up. Yeah, play. Hey, don't miss Gold Coast or because we got Vinny's and we've got Moe's. Moe's is yeah. sick. We'd love to see you come up and play here. So I've never heard of Moe's. Obviously, I've definitely heard of Vinny's. I yeah. would love to play Vinny's, but yeah. Um, Moses, Moses, great man. It, as long Moses as like, great. as long as it's permitted and time allowed, we will mm. definitely be doing Brisbane and Gold Coast for sure. Because I, I, I know that a lot of people don't want to make the trek from Gold Coast to Brisbane. It's still a bit of a, a drive. So let's, uh, let's do both. Yeah, absolutely. I love it up there. I absolutely love it up there. It's like my second home. So yeah. You've been to the Goldie before. Yeah, yeah, and we we came up here to record prison. We came up there to record Prisoner Review, um, with Colin Jeffs up there. Ah, um, but we 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 went two weeks early and had a little holiday as a band and and uh, did the Gold Coast thing and stayed like right in the center of the Gold Coast and yeah, it was awesome. We absolutely love it up there. So yeah, awesome man. The valley is beautiful. It's disgusting, but it's beautiful. <laughs> In in Brisbane, yeah, go- yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's definitely it's like its own living animal. It's like oh, yes, it's yeah. it's. I spent a night there. I got to, I missed the train back to the Gold Coast one night in two thousand, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I had to sleep out in the street. And I tell you what, man, it was nuts. Waiting for the next train at like six a.m. was yep. man gunshots going off and everything. We're like, come on, man! Like like I was only a young grom, mm-hmm. but. It was it was pretty hectic. I was like, "Yeah, I'm never doing this again. I'm getting my license." Ten years later, I did it. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's something about Brisbane. There's so many alternative people up there, and I, I yeah. love it. Like, there's just such a scene there. It's great. Yeah, it's great, man. I'm. I agree. It, I agree. And and we can't wait to see you and the boys up here very soon. But in the meantime, we're gonna have all the links down here and on the website to love, hate, brother. You take care and stay in touch. We'll see you. We'll get a beer sometime. Absolutely. When we're up there, we're definitely having a brewski. Done.